Welcome back, Patriots. This is part two of this episode of Conservative Daily Podcast. If you missed part one, you better go back and listen. Here we go. People, as Draza says, it's pretty amazing to get people to line up like that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you look at this. She gets, what is that? So she goes, Whitmer goes at 12.30 in the morning from 125 or I'm sorry, or 1, uh, one, one point, yeah, one point, one, yeah, one point two five million to one point four three. Yeah, just in how how does that happen? That's and a again, hell of a here, match. yeah, and here, one point eight four and a half million jumps up to you know, look, two hundred thousand yeah. ballots injected again. There's one more big jump uh, late in the evening. Uh, Tudor Dixon one ninety, so she gets. You know what? Four thousand or fifty? What is that? Yeah, about fifty thousand ballots. And what happens with Whitmer? Two point three three million, and she jumps up two point four one. Yeah, that makes sense. It all makes sense. Magic. Right, I think it all makes total sense. Uh, the other one <laughs> is New York. I want to look at New and York. And who is quick. Chris? I agree with you. The data is a hundred percent manufactured. It is not even partly real. Yeah, it's a, yep. it's a, it is a um, it's theater, right? You're watching a show, you're watching what they want it to look like in in Arizona. We're watching it very close. Nobody believed that race was even remotely close. Katie Hobbs didn't campaign. She pulled a Biden and was was absent, refused to debate, absent in her uh, campaigning, and yet we're meant to believe that it's close. I don't I don't believe it's close at all. And I always, I always said, uh, you know, they had to get rid of that injunction against the machines. And so they let her win the primary so they could throw out the injunction and I'm happy to be wrong on this. Again, I'm, I'm really happy if she gets in there and she becomes governor and they're able to investigate the predecessor and really find out what's going on with our elections. That'll be amazing. I just don't see how they can let it happen. Same thing with Whitmer, right? If, if, if Tudor Dixon was able to get in there and investigate her predecessor, when it comes to COVID policy, when it comes to nursing home policy, when it comes to the decisions that she made about the stores, what what kind of uh, open records requests would you find, um, which I'm sure has been suppressed from people actually trying to get open records, but what would you find if you look at the, the government communications surrounding Gretchen Whitmer when she was making a decision to ban seed purchases, right? Um, these, these are things that they, they don't, they can't allow to come out. COVID and the 2020 election are not mutually exclusive scandals. They are very much a part of the same PSYOP. Yep, 100% they are. And this is freezing up for me. So I'm going to go to uh, Minnesota because I know I already have that image. Um, so Minnesota is really interesting. If you look at this bump, this one's actually kind of hilarious. Uh because this one, they just they hit it right at the beginning, and then look out. I mean, you could walk up those steps, uh, <laughs> but here you have Scott Jensen and Tim Waltz. Look at that! Look at that! That ballot jump right there. They're going from uh, yeah, from a few thousand goes up to four hundred thousand votes. So that's an in, that's an injection of close to four hundred thousand votes, uh, yep. about three four times the ratio that Scott Jensen gets, and then it just walks perfectly in step. Uh, I'm not sure they must have had, uh, a, I don't know if some programmer just, just decided, ah, screw it, let's just let's just lock down Minnesota. Or they had, a, you know, more mail-in ballots than they, well, they managed to get together. Second. The thing, everybody, I know we've, we've, we've beat this horse to death, but, you know, so it, data usually makes my eyes glaze over. So I want to make sure people understand. This is... The, the, the x-axis here is time, right? These are batches. They're the, the little dots that we see are batches that are coming in. And the, of course, the y-axis is number of ballots, and that's why it's going up. But if you look at the time, it is statistically impossible that all of these batches match and protect this ratio. That cannot happen in nature. That is not, voting is human behavior. The only way that this can happen is if it was if, is if they had gone through and actually, you know, reshuffled the batches in a way that made 
these ballot mar that, that made these batches match so much that the margin is protected. It's impossible. It's impossible. It's impossible for voting behavior to look like this. They just don't address it. That's their that's their approach to that is, oh, you guys just don't understand because you're not election experts. Well, I might not be an election expert, but I understand time and I understand counting upwards. Yep. It's impossible. Yeah, no, this is it's honestly insane. Um, and then the other one I want to man. I wonder if there's like a million people on Jeff's site right now because it's it is not even loading or maybe they're trying to screw with it. Um, but in here, I'll just pull this. I think this was on, on this website too. In Georgia. Oh, gateway has one of Georgia. Good. Um, this one, this was uh Georgia Senate. This one's hilarious. Um, <laughs> so you see here, uh, Herschel Walker, uh, you know, again, going up against Warnock, this racist idiot who ran his wife over, uh, you see Herschel Walker coming up. And then look at that. He starts to take the lead. And what happens? They inject, what is that? Uh, I can't see the scale on the left, but they inject, <laughs> uh, I'm sure, a few hundred thousand votes. And then it continues perfectly in sync. So, and just so to, because this is a little bit better scaled, this is what happened in Michigan twice. Uh, the first bump was basically just like this, where uh, Tudor Dixon came up and started to eclipse uh, Gretchen Whitmer, and then boom, ballot jump. And then uh, later on, again in the night, starts to jump up, and boom, Whitmer gets a bunch of votes. Uh, and I mean, you guys, how, how are we supposed to believe this? It, it, it drives me nuts. The, uh, the frustrating part is now we actually have, and I'm going to say this, we are watching this election and for, you know, for us, I know, and for a lot of you, this is really frustrating. It's, it's, it's like, I feel a lot of anger because it's happening again. All of these, uh, Republicans, the RNC, you knew about this, like people were screaming from the rooftops for two years. You did nothing. And so now here it is again, but I really don't think this election and everything that we're seeing right now is for us. Uh, it, it's for people, if they're, you know, some of you who are new to this, uh, welcome. Uh, and no, and I, I'm not saying that condescendingly at all. No, uh, I know like, you're, I know you're not, but it's, and it's a great point. You know, I think that's part of why we went back through the Maricopa timeline today and what, what happened with that audit, because a lot of people that are maybe watching this now weren't paying attention back then. They thought, you know, maybe our elections were fine, but it's not just... 2020 and now today, right? We had we had the Georgia runoff in 2021. We had the Gavin Newsom recall election in 2021. We had the municipal elections of 2021. We had the assemblies and caucuses of 2022. We had the primaries of 2022. We have seen the same issues, the same anomalies, the same statistically impossible electronic manipulation of the margins We've seen it in every single one of these contests. And so that's why I, you know, I, I felt like at the end of the live stream on Tuesday night, I kind of felt like you guys were getting mad at me because I was getting just, I mean, granted it was the end of the day and we were all exhausted, but I was getting punchier and just laughing about it because I can't get upset about election fraud anymore. We know it's fraudulent until we hold somebody accountable, it's gonna continue to be fraudulent. I think what we as the people need to be doing right now, and this is a message to all of our grassroots leaders out there that are kind of thinking, okay, what now? We need to get hyper-local and we need to figure out how to zag when they think we're gonna zig, right? They've put the National Guard positioned all over the country. They've actually moved troops all over the country according to Monkey Works. I think because they think we're going to get violent. Don't get violent. Don't get violent. There's no reason for it. They are absolutely brazenly out on a limb. And we just got to figure out how to cut that limb off. And I have full faith and confidence in us. The fact that they stole this election, that they manipulated this election so brazenly, to me, just shows that this, this, this isn't going to hold up, right? When they did those Ukrainian annexation elections, everybody came out and the establishment came out 
we can't trust an election by Putin. There's no way we can trust an election by Putin because Putin rigs elections. Well, guess what, America? That's where we're at. We're at the point where we want free and fair elections. We're going to have to go to the purple thumbs in Afghanistan because the people that are in charge of running elections rig elections. Look at Arizona. The Maricopa audit showed us exactly, exactly what they do. It's possible it's an Amber Alert because I just got one. It is. Yeah, it was just buzzing the microphone. Super bad. Um, but no, you're absolutely right. Um, there's a couple more videos. I know we're a little bit over. Um, so first, uh, Jeff's uh, thing is is stuck. So I'm assuming either they're doing something to to update it, or it's I don't know. Maybe it's being attacked. Maybe you know there's a million Americans who are who are looking on there for results right now because the wake up now is very very real. Uh, but this was an interesting video I saw from uh, this was on. Uh, I think it was on Laura Loomer's uh, telegram last night, this guy in New York showing some of the results that are on the news. Uh, So check this out. This is interesting information coming in off of New York. We were seeing nothing coming in from New York uh, all of the evening until all of a sudden we have 99% posted uh, in the governor's race for New York. And you see all the blue that's, that's there, all the statements that are there. But look at the red. The red is Zeldin. But look at when I scroll over what it shows. It shows Zeldin at 63.1% with 34,311. It's very important to pay attention to that because when I move into the next one, well, it's not that one. I move into this one, same amount, 63.1% at 34,311. Oh, same thing in this one. Oh, same thing in that one. Yeah, oh, same thing in that one. Same thing there. Wow. Same numbers there. Identically. 34,311 votes, 63.1% polling in all but one of the districts. Look at that. Same thing there, even in the little, little bitty ones. So 34, exactly 34,311 people voting in each one of these counties. <laughs> exactly. Identical. Everything's fine, now, guys. You would say, okay, so the numbers are fine. fake for Zeldin. Well, let's look at Holcomb's. 113, 228. <laughs> that one's different. That one's different. 113, 228. Right. Same thing. Oh, the 73, by the way, matches the one up here. 73, yep. 693. 73693, 73693, 73693. The 145 will be repeated too. 145415. With the exact same control. percentages duplicated over and over again for either person. There's nothing real about that. That is copy and pasted data to fill in the gap where they had. No- it all looks good, wow. right, guys? And so you, you pair that with some of the. Uh, you have that, then you have those charts, you know, that they're tracking in real time, which show those weird little jumps. What you, what you said and what someone in the comments said, yeah, it's all fake. All of it's fake. They're they're just trying to yeah. cover up the the complete fakeness of it. And then you look at, yeah. at Arizona and some of the, where the the whole state was going down. They're having whole counties, and they said everyone shut down. We got to reboot the system. Ha, huh. ha. Huh. So you went yeah. around. How long did it take? You went around to all these people and said, every one of you guys just shut down. Uh, how did you do that all in unison? I really like to know. And then it it starts working after reboot the whole system. After all the shouting that you've done about the internet not mattering, everything being air-gapped, all this stuff, <laughs> you're telling me you had to shut down the whole thing at the same time and reboot it so that you could vote? Yeah. Come on, Still man. to this day, my favorite moment from uh, from Tuesday's election was, well, the machines aren't working because the Wi-Fi's down. That was my favorite moment. Yeah, it was Texas. So Bill but my Mara... favorite post-election moment is most definitely, uh, it's not my... Not my job to know. <laughs> yeah. I'm not in charge not of my, knowing. Is actually I was, uh, what he said. I was instructed not to not to engage. I was. Uh, <laughs> it's not my job to know. I'm not. 
not in charge of knowing things. <laughs> yeah, but uh, again, the mainstream media even is uh, is starting to kind of get it. So I want to play uh, two short clips. Uh, one from I think this was yesterday. Uh, this is Bill Maher, uh, who who seems to have been a little bit red pilled, but he's talking with Jimmy Kimmel, you know, a complete uh, crap stain uh, about the elephant in the room, which is why does it take so long? But the, the election was over in three hours. They had all the votes counted. Why is that? Why can't we figure that out? We figure so many other things I out. I mean, I'm, I'm sure the people of Brazil are brilliant, wonderful people. They all have a great ass. I know that. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel, <laughs> it's a little depressing get our, our ass kicked by Brazil. You know, I mean, like, we can't figure out things that other people seem to be able to figure out. And we out. don't have the patience, and we're also so crazy that we assume something is afoot if if we don't That's get the results yeah. immediately. We should make Election Day a national holiday. I agree. Sure. Like many other countries do. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, because I think when, when the voting goes on for weeks and months, whatever it's going to do, even if it's days, it just it sows doubt into people because we don't trust each other anymore. Mm -hmm. We all hate each other. We're at each other's throats. We're in this cold civil war kind of now. We are, yeah. You know? So uh, that would be a, a sensible solution, but this is America. <laughs> so let me, you, why um, even go down that road? Yeah. You well, it's a good point. Number one, we don't hate each other. You hate us, and now I people are realizing. Him. Well, <laughs> I don't care what words are coming out of his mouth. That guy's disgusting. Oh, he's, he's a creep. Uh, he's a creep. Absolutely. Very anti-Christian, and he's part of the Red Shoe Club. Yep, agreed. Uh, but then here's just one that's funny. This was from Election Day because, again, uh, it's too close to call. And I still. should sorry, I shouldn't say I hate him. My mother, I can hear my mother in my head. I dislike him intensely. I dislike intensely. It's good. Uh, so I just this one it made me laugh. I was I was listening to it again uh, earlier. I don't remember if we actually played it, but <laughs> this is a uh, Miami Dade. Look how the news responds. Uh, when when Miami Dade is announced, just got my, I'm told we just got Miami Dade. This is a big one in Florida. Let's take a look at. Okay, this we got the yeah. So let's put this in some perspective. Miami Dade County has two and three quarter million people. In 26, we got the yeah. So let's put this in. <laughs> he some literally goes, wow. This we got the yeah. Uh, so let's put this in some wow. perspective. Miami-Dade County has two and three-quarter million people. Yeah, so you guys, that's like the Dem. Oh, we lost Ash. Maybe we lost Ash. Uh, that, that's their county. That's their county. Florida counted all their stuff on election night. And they go, oof, oof, oh, wow. It, it, uh, they, they out themselves as being the enemy of the people. When they do stuff like that, all right, we'll go away. See if I don't know what happened. Uh, but they, they put it right in your face. And remember, we do have an excellent sponsor of the show, and that is Air Medcare Network. So today's podcast is again sponsored by Air Medcare Network. And if you live in a rural area that's hard to reach by road, or if you like to hike or spend a lot of time outdoors, or do uh, you know dangerous things like some of us like to do, that may require some emergency medical attention. We all want to make sure that our family is protected in a medical emergency, uh, and health insurance will not always cover the cost of an emergency medical flight if, in fact, you do need one. But with Air Medicare Network, you are covered. For as little as $85 a year, not only you, but your entire household will be covered in case you ever need air medical transport. Uh, this is a super, super good deal, very low cost, and it's insurance that if you need it, you do want to make sure that you have it. I know people personally who have had to cover those costs, and believe me, they are very expensive. So simply visit airmedcarenetwork.com slash daily and use promo code daily. Receive up to a $50 Visa gift card back when you sign up today. That's airmedcarenetwork.com forward slash daily, and promo code is daily. Go check them out. It is so right in your face. Last thing I want to talk about is Lauren Boebert and then, uh, of course, Konek, Mr. Eugene Yu. So uh, just in a couple minutes from this morning, Lauren Boebert, again, who is massively popular. They're still running this idea. If you look on Twitter, which is, still remains uh, to a large degree a, 
a bastion of liberal violent thought. Uh, you know, those tolerant people who are right now launching all kinds of uh, slurs and insults at Lauren Boebert because she's conservative, because she's MAGA. Um, she is now tied. We use the word tied loosely. In vote count for 3rd District here in Colorado. And uh, they mention, this is from this morning, that Frisch's lead over incumbent Lauren Boebert is dwindling as votes continue. They still want us to believe that this is a close race. This is one of the, in Colorado, people are saying, oh, well, we didn't have any outages. We didn't have uh, paper shortages, all this nonsense. Uh, I, I asked Chris York, are we going to have the results on election night? He's, so I want to I, I want to talk to him because I was honestly wondering about some of these uh, some of these races. Here we are; they're still counting. It was down to late last night, and I think again this morning, just within a hundred votes. Last night, I think around nine o'clock, I saw it was like sixty votes, sixty four votes maybe, uh, that separated the two of them. And again, this is one of the most popular candidates in the country, if not in Colorado. Uh, in uh, I'll admit I have been rather disappointed with her unwillingness to talk about some of the election stuff. Uh, but again, the people in her county, she's massively supported. They're saying that she lost there. This is ridiculous. And again, you see these huge jumps. You see what's going on here. Uh, right towards the beginning, uh, you know, Bobert's up. And then what happens there? You see right, uh, right about 9, what is that, 9.15, 9.20? And then, boom, Adam Frisch jumps into the lead right at the beginning of that race. Just blasts up. Bobert is, uh, they have a, a big injection. Bobert is up. And then all of a sudden, Frisch takes the lead early on, gets another big injection. There's this huge ballot drop around, uh, you know, what does that look like, 10 o'clock? Uh, and then... You see Bobert is continuing to to close ground, to close ground. And uh, they wanted, the mainstream media said, they, they declared it. They said, oh, yeah, absolutely. Frisch won. Bobert lost. Thank God. Thank goodness. MAGA's dead, right? MAGA's dead. Trump lost. They're running this narrative. They wanted her to concede. They tried to call it. And she didn't concede. Do we have you back, Ash? Oh, I just looked. Yeah, can you hear me? Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, the thing that, that if you throw that Bobert chart back up real quick, because I just want to say to me and, you know, I've, I've, I've been working with uh, Draza and Jeff for a long time now. To me, what's less uh, profound about these charts is the injections, right? The big injections where we see the line go straight up. What I find more fascinating is the pattern match. The lines match each other from a pattern standpoint when we're talking about human behavior. We're talking about batches of votes that are being reported. And what we're expected to believe based on the data is that these, these uh, you know, if you look at like 21, uh, 2205 to about whenever the next big uh, insertion comes in, looks like one one thirty in the morning-ish, um, Every single ballot matches there because the margin is maintained, right? That is impossible. So yes, the injections, the large numbers of votes that are coming in that are that are driving the blue lines up um, are certainly uh, you know fascinating to look at. But those would actually be more indicative of human behavior that you would have a batch of ballots in you know coming in say a, a, a blue area. <clears throat> that you would have a batch of ballots that favored, heavily favored one candidate. Instead, we're seeing batches of ballots that maintain the margin between the two candidates. And that's not possible. Well, and see, that's this what we is, see in modern elections. Yes. Mo well, yes, modern elections. But that's kind of the point. I'm, I kind of take that for granted because every time I put one of these up, it's just it's so stupid. But yeah. that that's the point is why these these jumps matter is because of that. If right. if it were if it were normalized behavior that we were seeing here, because like we make this really simple, Let, let's imagine that like in a we're we're in a completely artificial you know reality, kind of like we're in now. So Ash and I are the ones who bring we're just one after the other. We're bringing in 
you know, batches of ballots. And we drop them in there and we throw it. Let's th- say we throw it in a machine. It gets counted. So I bring a batch in and boom, it's 70-30 fresh to Bobert. And then you bring a batch in, boom, 70-30 fresh to, fresh to Bobert. And that, that's the, those steps that, you know, we, we keep mentioning. Uh, but I'm like, I'm taking that for granted when I'm talking about them in this context because we already know that. What's important is because they're so stepped that you see Bobert start to take the lead. It's the same thing that happened in New York, same thing that happened in Georgia, same thing that happened in Michigan when I was putting these up, is that the Republicans start to eclipse them as soon as they get close, then all of a sudden, bang, you still see this stepped behavior everywhere in this chart except for when the Republican starts to lead. And then all of a sudden... That ratio magically massively favors the Democrat. They pop into the lead, and then always. it's perfectly stepped. And then it's perfectly stepped. Always. Yeah. The, it always uh, yes. favors. Election fraud always favors overt election fraud, I should say. Always in, in 2020 and 2022, always appears to favor the Democrats. This episode of Conservative Daily is brought to you by DCF Guns. They're not just a supporter and a partner. Of the show, they're an organization that is on the front line of promoting safe and responsible gun ownership. Along with being a staunch defender of the Second Amendment, they have a lot of different things inside of their three ranges and stores. So they have a gunsmith at every location. They have the ability to do massive amounts of training, uh, anything from beginners all the way up to uh, competitive shooting. Um, They're also the best gun store in Colorado. Uh, between a mar- massive arsenal of top-tier firearms and competitive pricing on ammunition, they're a go-to resource for newcomers and expert shooters alike. Memberships there start for as little as $25 a month and offer an arsenal of benefits beyond that, such as store-wide discounts and special access to training. Even better, what you're seeing right now is DCF Guns also has an e-commerce option, meaning you can take advantage of the awesome prices without leaving your home. Just visit dcfguns.co and start browsing. I do want to tell you that as a listener of conservative-daily.com, you get an additional 5% off everything in the store. You have to use discount code Joe. That's J-O-E. That's discount code Joe. Go to dcfguns.co and use discount code Joe. J-O-E. That's me. Or it's coffee, cup of Joe. Um, But you can go there and save an additional 5% off every single thing on the site. Um, As always, we'll keep the range hot and the deals hotter only at DCF Guns in Castle Rock and Colorado Springs and now online available to everyone across the entire country. Yeah, I should have I should have bet Chris York a beer uh, on the <laughs> fact that we about the election results in Colorado being being finished the night of. Um, but yeah, it is a surprise, though. Right. I mean, I, I would have thought for sure Colorado, the gold standard of election fraud would have it all done, locked up and, and tight and on election night. It's surprising to me that it's dragging on for the Bobert race as long as it is. It means to me, I think that means that the turnout was more significant than they anticipated. The turnout for Bobert was more was more significant. Well, and again, the what I was talking about because I didn't realize you'd pop back on. Uh, they they called it. They called it. it and they said they right wanted her to. I, I didn't hear it. Sorry. Uh, when I uh, oh I wasn't looking. My bad. <laughs> um, but they uh, they called it. They called the race. They were, they were laughing at her. She should just concede all the social media saying, oh, thank God. She, I mean, and they're, they're saying all kinds of disgusting stuff, like she can go get an OnlyFans because, you know, they're the tolerant ones who are, you know, like they, they support women and all the, all the people, just not, just not the MAGA ones. But they called it. Uh, and now it's, coming, it's, it's down to dozens of ballots. Thank God she didn't concede. Like this could literally still, they still have not called this race. Uh, so they need to finish counting all these ballots. She could still win this, and it's going to be within a few votes, very likely. Um, and then uh, we'll finish up because I know the last thing uh, we have to uh, tell you about the facts blast because today's a doozy. But uh, they arrested Catherine Engelbrecht and Greg Phillips. Came scooped them up just before the election for what they came and you know all this information that's come out about Konex. We know we have Conic. it here. Yep, we know we have it here in Colorado. Uh, massive, massive issues. Incredible security vulnerability. Like the the, I'm I'm like losing words talking about it because it's it, it honestly is so ridiculous. And now, after the DA, the LA DA, uh, arrested 
you, after they filed charges for Eugene U. What happened this morning? They dropped That's them. right. They dropped the dude's charges right after. So we're still counting the ballots, by the way. They still have not done anything about this Koenig software. People are still using this. You had, I think it was Georgia who voted that, oh, well, we're going to keep the software, but we're going to move it into our servers because that's how you fix the problem. My county here in Colorado told me repeatedly, despite the amount of information that came out about Connick and Poll Chief, oh, it's totally fine. Our stuff is in Lansing, Michigan. Yeah, I know. In Lansing, Michigan, on the server that also has the Chinese server on it, effectively providing a backdoor for the Chinese into U.S. Poll Chief sites. But, oh, no, you're a crazy conspiracy theorist because technology works that way except for elections. Because you're not an elections expert, you don't understand that fraud that looks like fraud totally isn't fraud just because we said so. That really is what they're telling us. It's kind of it is what they're sad. telling us. It's it's an absolute insult to our intelligence what they want us to believe, and I want more people to get pissed because this is getting really ridiculous. Yeah, just trust the government, trust the experts, trust the experts. Everything's fine. Yep. And so this is, uh, again, you can see uh, they have it in several articles. It's all over the Internet. It's on social. I think we post it on our socials, too. Uh, the arrest warrant, uh, CanCon has gone deep into this. Uh, there, many people have been diving into this. Canico has written a lot about it. Uh, but they dropped the charges against Eugene Yu. New York Times reports uh, the charges have been dropped Wednesday bringing to an abrupt end an unusual case that became the focus, the focus of Americans who distrust the country's electoral system. What is that, like 70% of us now? If you well, look at some poll polls? the poll that I saw was, 50, was 55, and it certainly, I really am hoping that, that Rasmussen redoes, um, you know, does their, their poll on the election fraud again, because I want to see what what that number looks like of Americans now who believe that the elections are manipulated following this midterm. Yeah. Well, and keep in mind, they said, uh, the district attorney's office said in a statement, it had dropped the case against the executive because of concerns about the pace of the investigation and potential bias in the presentation of evidence in the case. They assembled a new team to determine whether any criminal activity occurred. So, Different standard than the January 6th, uh, you know, the insurrectionists get. It's a different standard than all the other election investigations seem to get. There seems like a different standard than uh, Catherine Engel Engelbrecht and Greg Phillips got. Um, you know, I, I don't know, you know, they, I don't think they've had any formal charges. Uh, uh, they, they still have hundreds of J6 defendants who don't have charges. Jake Lang still no charges. Uh, but they're concerned about the pace of the investigation. But they're being We've detained and tortured for two years, and having their civil liberties used as toilet paper for two years. Pre-trial detention for several of them, they have not even been charged with a crime. It's an absolute violation of their natural rights, their constitutional rights, the Bill of Rights, and just m morality. It's disgusting, but the the people in charge are disgusting. So what do we expect? Yeah, the pace of that, the pace of those investigations are fine. It, it would appear. Yeah. Uh, but that's it, and I want to uh, put up the facts blast today. And there it is. Uh, the year of the American is time to retake our republic. You guys, I don't, I can't stress to you how serious that statement is. And, you know, all this talk, you know, about retaking America, the, these polls, the sentiment in this country that are continuing to show the actual issues that are on people's mind, again, that were not represented in these midterm elections, if, we're le if we believe that these were actual elections, that the economy is the issue, that people are concerned about government corruption, that they're concerned about a complete lawlessness, a complete weaponization of our DOJ, uh, you know, if the, that these social issues that Michigan, that they passed Prop 1, 2, and 3, they elected all the witches. Rashida Tlaib, the woman who was getting called out on live stream at all the school board meetings, that she just got reelected, that they, that they elected all these radical Democrats who've destroyed Michigan, the same things that people across the country have been polling at, massively rejecting ahead of the midterms, that exit polls showed they were not in support of, and now 
the midterms didn't go that way, seemingly did not represent anything that, that even the news was admitting over the last several weeks. And they passed what? Extend term limits. And you can, oh, but they have to give you a, you know, a financial uh, disclosure, which doesn't include political or uh, social organizations, you know, like BLM and Antifa, some of these political campaigns. I find that funny. So basically financial disclosure, except for the things that you would actually want to look at for a lot of these, uh, a lot of these long-term politicians, especially in Michigan, uh, since I'm talking about it. And then they passed Prop 3, so now killing your baby up until birth is legal. Part of the Michigan Constitution. Early voting, mail-in voting for weeks in advance uh, is also part of the Michigan Constitution. That's what people voted for. And the same things that are reflected all across this. Yeah, the Constitution. Constitution. Yeah. Something that our legislators and our elected government doesn't have. Well, uh, I, I emphasize the word Constitution in, in because... <laughs> Because uh, uh, there were several constitutional amendments for state constitutions, right? And and these come generally out of the legislatures, and that's the same legislatures that you know they they, they steal ballot initiatives, they steal amendment votes, they steal national popular vote compact votes just as much as they steal candidate races. Our elections are absolutely. Uh, Absolutely manipulated. And, um, you know, we've we've talked a lot about this election today, so we don't need to belabor the facts blast. But effectively, um, if you go to the next one, we're uh, just recapping for them that we don't believe them. It's clear that our elections are not free and fair. And that is why you can attempt to make people believe that this is the year of the incumbent. You mock us with your brazen gaslighting and overt fraud. You know, we know that you are attempting to exhaust and demoralize us. It's obvious you're really not very good at this. It won't work. This isn't over and we are just getting started. Your year of the incumbent will historically be known as the year of the American game on. And of course, so as always, remember your oath. Yeah, remember yeah. your oath. Yeah, but so everyone yeah. send that, uh, you know, be, be someone who supports truth. Hit the rumble button. Uh, if you are watching here, share. Uh, go support Mike Lindell. Support those people. Check out CanCon. Check out Tory. They're continuing to fight, and I'll just reiterate that this is not really about us right now. Uh, we already knew what was going to happen, some of us more hopeful than others, uh, but we know it's rigged. If you've been following the show, if you've been following others who have been you know, leading the fight on this and uh, you know, the writing that Ash has done, there's so many people who are, who are fighting to expose this. You already knew what was going to happen. We know that this is rigged. We know that they haven't fixed anything. So now, now is the time that we need to, uh, you know, we need to use love and from a place of love go and, and talk to all the other people who are now finally being forced to see because that's really at this point what this is about. That now now the, the jig is up in a bigger way than it ever has been. So more people are waking up, more people are realizing it, more people are starting to question and we need to uh, accept them. We need to be here uh, to coach them through that and be patient and now we're going to have a, you know, Joe said that it was a scrimmage, uh, you know, the last two years. Now really is where the, the fight begins. So it's frustrating. It was a very exhausting scrimmage, Apollo. It was, and, it was. Uh, you know, I just want to say um, before we pray, because I know we're, we're out of time, but I just want to say, you know, you mentioned um, CanCon and, and Tori says there's April Moss. Um, mm -hmm. You know, Steve Bannon, really what I want people to pay attention to right now is who is pushing the rebuke on Trump, rebuke on Republican, rebuke on the people narrative, and who is saying, hey, wait a second, something's not right. Pay attention, because that is going to show you where that mouthpiece is. If anybody is starting to gaslight you after this election and say, yeah, you know, it was it was free and fair and we lost, that's, that's, a, that's an indicator to you. It's a red flag. And I wanna just, um, before we pray, I thought, uh, I, I just pulled up really quickly the verse of the day in my Bible app, because we did that yesterday and I really enjoyed it actually. And so um, this is Psalm 34, verse four, verses four and five. 
I sought the Lord and he answered me and delivered me from all of my fears. They looked to him and were radiant and their faces will never be ashamed. We will never be ashamed for standing up for truth and for speaking truth in this world of lies. We are living in what I call everybody on this show knows it's the the topic of my for the, the title of my forthcoming book. We are living in the great American gaslight. We are being gaslit and lied to in every single aspect of our lives, from our health care to our finances, to the price of gas, to who we voted for and what the outcome of those elections are. It's lies. I, I, again, I'm going to push it just one more time. Go watch. Enjoy the show. It's over on Tori Says It's Rumble. Watch it because it shows you how we got to this point where the lies are so pervasive and encircling us that they are they they. they the uniparty cartel wants to demoralize us, discourage us, and keep us in a state of confusion and chaos. As Joe says, chaos favors the fraudsters. So we need to be level-headed. We need to take this, this moment and, and really focus on what is going to move the needle. How are we going to zag when they expect us to zig? And do not play into their hands and into their narrative. We are following him right we were we we say it all the time on this show we were created for such a time as this and if you're still here if you made it through the mass culling of covid and the covid vaccines and you're still here it's because god has a plan for you he's got something for you to do you need to pray you need to figure out what that is and you need to start doing it because it's going to take every single one of us yeah amen and i'm glad you brought up that that narrative again because that is uh that's what this narrative is about the uh the anti-trump stuff uh all, all the things that that they're trying to push in front of us it's to discourage us is to you know walk back people distance themselves from trump they're going to try and split everything they're going to try and divide us again it's not going to work people who uh and i'll say that i said it yesterday uh briefly but desantis would not win against trump i'm just going to tell you right now i believe there's zero chance of desantis beating trump people who have been in this this you know these last two years uh desantis has done a lot of great things he's been a great governor in a lot of ways still some questions about desantis but desantis would not beat trump he, he absolutely Every would not and they are trying to spin this narrative against 2024 they're already trying to they're building for the future right now just understand everything that you're seeing right now they are taking and adapting to what just happened and they are trying to move forward and frame the future and we cannot let them do it. This whole thing is right. for us. We cannot let them discourage us. We cannot let them demoralize us. We cannot let them let them upset us enough that we just get so antsy and we want to go do something stupid because that's what they want. That's why I think they pushed right. Fetterman. That's why I think they just came out and said, whoa, what if we did Fetterman for president? That's why they rolled that through. If Oz was a was a plant, which he very well may have been given how quickly he conceded, like he was all too eager, why did he, why did he concede? If he was a plant in the first place, why did, they, why did they push Fetterman? Even if he wasn't, why would they run Fetterman? They want people to be upset, and they want you to know that you have no power. And that is, we cannot give into that idea, and we cannot give into that narrative, because that is playing right into their hands, and that is not what God has put us here to do. We are here to pick up our cross, carry it, and keep walking, and do not give up, and do not get violent, but to rally our troops and bring all of the others who are still asleep into our fold, into our, our hearts, and that is how we win this. We, there are more of us than them by such an enormous factor that it's, it's actually ridiculous that we've gotten here. But that's the game right now. Absolutely. You said it. And everything's illegitimate until we litigate 2020 and we get free and fair elections. Yep. Until we have free and fair elections, it, they're illegitimate and they should be treated as such. Yeah, absolutely. And I'll, and I'll say, too, for anyone, the last thing I'm going to say, because I know we're, we're over. Uh, when, I, when I said about be patient with the people, and I said if you're new here, welcome, I, I do mean that. Uh, because for some of us, it's frustrating, like, ah. And, you know, we have some of these conversations or thoughts like, ah, do, are there really that many people? No, there's, there's not. It's all lie. But the ones who haven't seen yet or the ones who have been arguing us, just understand the amount of money and resources and time that is put been put in by intelligence this cooperation between the intelligence agencies the media the government 
et cetera, et cetera. Foreign governments, like all, there are so many things. Th- these social groups, it's it's everywhere in our sori- in our society. It surrounds us. It's very sophisticated. People have been brought up in this their entire lives, and it is the most sophisticated, most well funded, most lawn uh, running psychological manipulation operation that has ever been perpetrated and executed on a populace, on any group of people ever, and it includes all of us, and all of those people are victims of that. We have all been subjected to this. It is not us versus them, and we need to, I feel, I pray we're not going to save everyone, but truly we need to have some patience and be able to, to have empathy and, and love our fellow people, even if they are completely ideologically opposed to us right now, because with the exception of some bad apples who are actually running this and they are complicit and they know what they're doing, most of us have just been subjected to horrible, horrible brainwashing and manipulation our entire lives. And it's divided us from each other. It's divided us from ourselves. It's divided us from God. And right now we need to fix that. That's not easy. That doesn't happen in an election. This is going to take years. And our country at every level, Department of Justice, media, all you know, financial, everything, is still set up in that weaponized uh, structure in order to have us completely under their thumb and that that's going to take time so lead with patience lead with love follow god and uh don't don't give up don't get impatient it's hard but that's what we're here to do all right i'm done ranting ash do you have anything because now i want to pray <laughs> let's pray <laughs> all right father god i just want to thank you for our amazing audience i want to thank you for so many people We've mentioned a few of them on the, on the show, but there are so many others that we haven't connected with that we haven't seen, and we could we could spend a whole day uh, honoring the contributions of people who are exposing truth and who are sacrificing to wake up the American people and to end this nightmare, to end this corruption, and to, and to bring accountability uh, to America. So I just I pray a blessing upon all of them, and I pray that you just give us the orders. I pray that we we can choose now not to say, please, God, give us this, but please, God, what do you have? What do you have to assign us? What do you have for us to accomplish, for us to fight for? So I just ask that we are all inculcated with your wishes, that we are all filled with the directives that you have for us. I'm not going to ask for anything except for courage and for endurance and for peace today. I just ask that you put in our hearts and you place in front of us the path that we're meant to follow and you tell us what you have in store for us, what we are meant to do for you. I pray that this awakening, that it accelerates. We are so thankful that you have placed many of us here with the tools and the willingness to speak out and to fight against this evil, this agenda, this this psychological operation. And I, I pray that we can all continue to move forward peacefully and patiently as begrudgingly as we might do it. We know that that is a small burden that you have given us. So I ask that we, we can continue fighting. We can move on to the next wave of this battle and expose the truth and continue to build and to bring in more people and to accept them and to love them and to give them a path that they can follow to be a part of this great awakening. I ask that our our nation continues down a path to restoration and not into perdition. I pray that our young people in particular, that they can see a place for themselves in this world. They can find a home in this movement and they, they can see that those of us who have been fighting against one another, they can see that they have been misled and they can see that they have so much more potential, so much more waiting for them in this life than they have been presented with. And I just ask that we can realize that and we can grasp on this opportunity to fix this world, to fix this nation, to end the suffering that we have all been enduring and, and to, to remain lighthearted. Just hold on to the joy that you have given us and remember that your directive to us is to fill ourselves with love to to remember and to hold on to that love and that joy that they wish us to abandon that they want to take from us that they want us to abdicate so just give us give us courage lord give us strength and give us our marching orders we recognize only you and we will bow 
only to you. And bless these listeners, and may they continue to follow your directives. May those who have not yet heard them or felt them, may they do so now. And thank you, Lord. I pray these things in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. You know, we watched that uh, that Veritas video, and we we mocked and laughed at the guy with the keys for saying, I'm not in charge of knowing, which I still think is just a great line. It's definitely going to end up in an article. But um, be in charge of knowing. To the audience, make it your job to know. Pay attention to what's going on around you, starting with your precinct and your county. Be in charge of knowing the truth and spreading the truth. That's my final word on it. Amen. We'll see you guys tonight. Uh, Joel will be on tonight as well. God bless you all. Be in charge of knowing. I love that. Be in charge of knowing. And, uh, you know, ask what, what it is that we're meant to do. We've been giving a lot. We've been given a lot more than, than most people in the world. So I think it's time that we stop asking when we start doing. So God bless you all. See you later. If you want to watch Conservative Daily Podcast, we go live Monday through Friday at 10 a.m. Mountain Time and 4 p.m. Mountain Time. You can find us live at conservative-daily.com, on Rumble, on Frank's Beach, where we go live on Lindell TV 2 at those same times, on DLive, and now on Odyssey. You can also find our episodes at brighteon.com. Make sure you also check out the link in the description to go to the Brighteon store and prepare you and your family with the awesome storable food and other products that they have there. You can find us on the audio edition at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Podbean, Audible, and everywhere else. Make sure you go and give us a five-star review and be that ambassador of truth. Share this episode with everyone who needs to hear it. Text the word FREEDOM to 89517 and we'll shoot you a text message when we're about to go live. Check out the description for our link to the daily newsletter so you get access to the fax blasts. We want to thank you for being a listener of Conservative Daily Podcast as we pursue truth and fight to restore our nation. We will continue to provide you with the most important information that the mainstream media will not show you. Now at conservative-daily.com, you have the option to become a member with us. Each membership option varies in access and discounts in regards to the ability to interact with the daily fax blasts, monthly savings, access to extra content, and interactions with the hosts and guests of the show. Go to conservative-daily.com and become a member right now for as little as $10 a month. Make sure you check out social media and find us everywhere at Conservative Daily and at Joel Oltman. We'll see you next time on Conservative Daily Podcast. It's time to do the hard work. Let's take our country back, patriots. God bless America.